Hello, and welcome to Mouse Rants. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. You'll be boarding the podcast in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important legal information. In a moment, the theme song will start playing. Please keep your headphones on and supply yourself with a Guinness or whiskey on the rocks. The following show contains language and discussions that are adult in nature. Soon you will be airborne, so if you find this inappropriate for you or your smaller aviators, you might want to wait for your party at the arrival gate. Okay, let's review. That's podcast, Guinness, whiskey, fear of language, keep your headphones on at all times, and anything else? Oh yeah, have a nice flight. Today's onboard feature will be... Mouse Rants. Mouse Rants! Welcome to Mouse Rants, episode 105. I'm your host, Jerry Skids. With me today is nobody except for me, myself, and fucking I. That's right, just Jerry, just me, no one else. Simone is gone, don't know where she is. Uh, no, it looks like Simone might be away for a little bit because she has some recording to do for the musical, which was supposed to be released two fucking months ago. So... That's probably going to be happening now, so I'll probably get some guests and such and blah, blah, blah. But today I'm by myself. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm fucking sick as fuck. So I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how to do a fucking episode while I can barely fucking speak myself. But we're going to try. We're gonna, I'm going to try because I fucking want to please everybody out there. That's how much I love you guys. I want to please every single fucking one of you sexually. So... What are we going to do today? I don't know. It's going to be the, the old Jerry Skids grab bag, as we like to do. Uh, but before we get into anything, the first thing I want to talk about is my fucking phone. I am sick. I don't know. What are you talking about? It's going to be... Yes, it's going to be about Disney. We have shit going on. There's going to be a lot of making fun of people. You know how it is when it's just me. I have nobody to fucking, you know, complain and be like, well, you shouldn't say that. No, it's just going to be me probably tearing apart everybody. So I first want to talk about my phone. Fucking, what really fucking pisses me off, and you don't fucking understand this shit. Every fucking, I don't know, two hours or so. If I listen to, oh, so let's, 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 let's back up here. I listen to my music pretty much all the time. If I'm not listening to music, I'm listening to a podcast or a radio show or something. But I always have headphones in my fucking ears unless I'm fucking recording. And then I do still have headphones, except they're studio headphones that go over my ears. That's different, but whatever. I'm always constantly listening to something if I'm not watching a fucking movie, all right? And uh, so after a while, and also every time I restart my phone, so let's, let's put that there. Anytime the phone is restarted after a while, my volume will half all of a sudden, and I'll get a fucking message on my phone telling me, oh, if you listen to music really loudly, you could harm your ears. Okay? And then I have to fucking reach into my fucking pocket Turn that message off because if I try to just make my vo- if I reach into my pocket and try to like turn the volume up with the button, nothing will happen until I hit OK. So I have to make sure that I take the phone out of the pocket, hit OK, then I can put the volume up. Now 
You might think, why is that a problem? Well, I have wireless headphones. So I put my fucking phone away, deep away where it won't fall or like go flying while I'm, you know, while I'm on the move, of course. So it's like deep in my pockets. And if it's not deep in my pockets, it's in my fucking jacket pocket. It's always somewhere where it's harder to reach. Now you can say, oh, you like, why can't you reach? Just put your fucking hand in your pocket. No. I can't just fucking put my hand in my pocket because I'm usually holding things too. A lot of the time, I go and I buy shit, like food or whatever, and I'm fucking bringing that home from the supermarket. So my hands are fucking full. Now, how do you expect me to reach into my fucking pocket with a handful of groceries? Both hands full of groceries. And so now I can't hear my music. The fucking shit thing about this is when you live in New York City, especially when you live above the elevated subway line, well, not above it, that would be fucking strange. I live below the elevated subway line. So you're walking down the street every fucking 10 seconds, a train comes by and it's so fucking loud, you can't hear shit. If you have your volume all the way up, you can faintly hear what you're trying to listen to. Um, and there's a couple of apps that I listen to, like, audio podcasts on where I can raise the volume up separately. But your phone only goes up a certain amount, and if you don't have an app that, that raises it more, you're fucked. Anyway, when it comes to music, especially Spotify, that's not an option at all. The loudest it goes is the fucking loudest it goes. There's a bunch of apps saying, this is a volume booster. It's not a volume booster. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't change anything. And it's not going to fucking damage my goddamn fucking... My hearing would have been damaged already. I have been fucking playing concerts and fucking shit like that for my whole fucking life in front of speakers. Whatever. I'm sure it's, it's, I'm already fucked as the, the hearing goes. But for now, I can hear pretty fucking well. So fuck you for telling me. Oh, and also, who the fuck are you to tell me? I, I, it's my fucking phone. I bought it. I don't understand why I have to fucking kowtow to fucking Verizon. Yes, it's Verizon. To Verizon's will, or maybe it's Samsung's will. I'm not sure. Is it, is it the fucking provider, or is it the phone itself? Is it? I don't understand. The fucking Android phones are fucking 10 billion times better than any fucking iPhone that ever existed regardless of the fact that they keep trying to copy them. I don't know why I can't fucking change my battery anymore. Do you know how fucking hard it is to fucking make sure my phone is constantly charged? This sucks. I, I feel like I have an iPhone now. I fucking hate that shit. Put it back to the way it was. Why take that away? What's the point? No. So now, as the battery slowly dies, there's nothing I can fucking do about it. Oh, but you could buy a fucking external charger. Yeah, I can. And now I gotta carry that heavy thing around wherever I fucking go. Fucking great. So now I have this heavy-ass fucking battery in my pocket just in case my phone is about to die so I can plug it in. And then it doesn't even charge it. It just keeps it alive. Unless it's off. Or, or the screen is off. But if I'm using it, or if I'm using an app, like the fucking Spotify app or something... Well, fuck, fuck that. It's not charging. It's just going to sit there and like go, well, it's alive now. That's great. Second I turn the screen off, now it'll start charging. Fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. But with this fucking volume situation, I can't fucking deal with it. I really fucking get What's the point? Why can't I fucking go into the phone and find an option that turns that off? Once I've already been warned, there's no reason for me to be warned every fucking time. I already have seen that message. You know I have because I hit okay. Why come back to me? I never want to not be able to raise my volume. I also never want it to turn down halfway while I'm fucking in the middle of walking with my hands full. Why is that something that's happening? 
You don't know how fucking ridiculous that is. Why is that something that's fucking happening? And it's not just the fucking volume situation. Now, as of like two weeks ago, there's another situation which fucking pisses me off even more. The brightness. Now I'm getting fucking messages telling me that if I turn the brightness up too much, it could hurt my eyes. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you realize that when you're outside at all, if you're inside, whatever, but if you're outside at all, if the brightness is not all the way up, your phone is pretty much invisible. If the sun's out, you're fucking looking at a blank screen. You're looking at yourself in a mirror. That's what it is. You can't see shit. No, the brightness has to be completely all the way up or you can't see your phone. That goes for every fucking phone. Every fucking phone. So don't tell me, oh, if you turn the brightness all the way up, it could hurt your eyes. How about you make a phone where you don't have to turn the fucking brightness all the way up to be able to see it? I mean, what, what the fuck is that about? It's like fucking, that's what happened, used to happen on the Game Boy. What, we haven't fucking found any technology to fix that situation? No, the brightness has to be all the way fucking up. But I can't even turn the brightness all the way up without having to hit OK again. And it's fucking weird because it's it's not like an up and down button. Like you hit up and down on your on your phone to raise the uh, the fucking volume. And then a thing pops up. Oh, no. No, this is a bar that you have to slide with your finger. So you can't, but you like go to slide the bar and a thing pops up. But because you, you've been in that sliding motion, it now cancels it. And you have to fucking do it again because it looks like you're hitting out of the box. It's fucking retarded. It makes no fucking sense. Why would that even be an option to do that then? Because every, the only way to get that message is to slide your finger across the fucking thing. But no, of course. So how come we can't turn this shit off? And in what world does the brightness hurt, hurt everybody's eyes? When did that happen? When did that become a thing? Oh, don't fucking turn the brightness all the way up. If you're watching a movie and the brightness is down on your phone, it, it's going to look like shit. For some reason, the brightness has to be all the way up, which is fucking weird because on a television... The brightness has got to be somewhere in the fucking middle, a little closer to higher. But like in like in the if it's one to a hundred, it's got to be like in like sixty three in that area, you know, for it to look good. And of course that goes adjusting with the contrast as well. I guess it also depends on the TV. But this isn't about TVs. It's about the fucking phone. I can't fucking understand why you can't go into like your settings and there's an option to turn off notifications of dumb shit. Like, can't I just put, stop being notified about volume and brightness? That's what I want to hit. And I, I understand they're like, well, you know, legally you could sue us if if this happens to you. No, this is what happens. You go into your settings, you hit, like, turn off brightness notification and sound notification or whatever it is. And it goes like, are you sure? And you hit yes. And it goes, okay, you're going to have to restart your phone and, and I'm letting you know right now, this is what the message says, I'm letting you know right now that you'll not see this message again, but I do understand, like as a contract, I do understand that if I continue listening to music at a high level, it could fuck my ears up. And I also understand that if I apparently put the screen up to my eyes at the brightest level, I could blind myself somehow, even though that's not true. But let's just say that it's a possibility on there. And you hit... Yes. And it goes, okay, we're restarting and all the changes will be made. You'll never see this again. Are you absolutely sure? Yes. And then it goes, you sure? And I go, yes. And it goes, oh, last chance. 
the messages will go away, and then you hit yes, and it goes restarting the phone. The phone restarts, comes back up, and it says, all your messages will never show up again. Well, notifications of volume and brightness will never show up again. Is this really what you want to do? And again, for like the 19th time, you hit yes, and now that time was the last time, and you never have to see the notifications again. I'm, I'm pretty sure that 99% of America would have no problem going through that ordeal if it just meant they didn't have to get these fucking notifications every fucking two hours. Holy shit. What's the fucking point? Every time you restart your phone, you have to be notified again? That's bullshit. I understand the situation. Because because my battery dies out, now I have to be notified of everything yet again as if I wasn't there before. It's been my phone. Nothing's changed. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, that's that. I went to see Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales with Simone the other day. And it was great. I loved it. A lot of people are hating on it, which I don't understand. I thought it was a fucking good movie. That kind of harkens back to the Tomorrowland and Escape from Tomorrow discussion we had last week and the week before that. Um, but it's true. For some reason, people always think that movies are shit because they don't understand them. In this case, people are mad because, I don't know, it was very much like the first movie. They kind of Star Wars. This is kind of like The Force Awakens where it completely, definitely harkens back to to the first movie, which is great, you know, and there's a lot of great moments. I'm not going to spoil it. It's brand new. I'm just going to say that, yes, there are some notes in there that are very similar to the first movie, but I want to watch great. It's better than comparing it to the fourth movie. Jesus fucking Christ. How about we just be like, hey, you know, it wasn't the fourth movie. It was fucking good. It actually was very good. I liked everything except for two little things. We'll talk about that maybe in a future episode when, like, you know, it's old and everyone's seen it already, just like we always do. Um, so, you know, fuck it for now. But what I want to talk about is these seating assignments. Can I tell you? Got to get to. Uh, we've talked about this before. I got the assigned seats right in the fucking, the biggest fucking IMAX theater, the big Lincoln Center IMAX theater, huge. I saw Fantasia 2000 there. I saw fucking Toy Story 3 there. I saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens there. This is the big IMAX. The IMAX. I think there's a Lion King there too in 3D. This IMAX 3D is the fucking best. A little bit more expensive than the others, but it's fucking huge. And the sound never fails. It never fucking fails. So we went there and, and it was fucking fine. Except for the fact that the people who purchased the seats directly to the left of us had a fucking infant. When I say infant, I, I'm saying that he was like a month fucking old. And I'm not exaggerating. When Simone gets back, she'll fucking confirm that for you. It was a month fucking old. Holy shit, did I flip the fuck out. The weird thing is, at the end of the movie, I realized that fucking thing never cried. Holy shit. <laughs> but it, that's not even true because before the movie started, it was fucking crying like crazy. That was what was fucking, for, fucking pissing me off. I wouldn't have even noticed because I don't look at the people next to me. But for A, PG-13 movie. What the fuck are you doing bringing a fucking infant? Are you crazy? I mean, I don't give a shit. You can parent however you want to parent, but have some fucking courtesy for the fucking people around you, you fucking cunt. But no, yeah. And then fucking Simone told me that she left the fucking baby on the changing table and to go piss. She left the baby on the changing table to go piss. Holy shit. 
it, this is in the middle of New York City, people. This is not even even if it wasn't, <laughs> even if it was some, like the nicest town in the world. What are you doing? You left your baby on the changing table while you were in a stall. Anything could have happened. It could have rolled and splat on the floor. Dead. Gone. Why would you ever fucking do that? That's, you know, what, do you just trust everybody? Somebody paying, like, you know, some fucking creep paying whatever for the fucking movie, the 20-something dollars to go see this IMAX 3D movie, then finds a baby and they were like, hey, you know what? I fucking always wanted a baby. Let's fucking raising Arizona this shit. And then they could have just done that and been like, okay, I just spent 20-something dollars on a fucking baby. I, I mean, it's crazy. How do you leave your baby alone, you fucking bitch? Anyway, that sucked. And I don't understand. There should be an app for, like, when you get to the theater, you're able to somehow switch your fucking seats. Because that's not, I mean, you could do that if you want anyway and just move and be like, I hope that this seat's not taken. But now, because of the fucking seating assignments, everyone shows up, like, fucking 20 minutes late to the fucking movie. You know, they, they skip the previews, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to come walking, and fucking, the movie's already started, and they got people walking in front of you like assholes. That shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be able to enter a movie once the title screen has come up. No, once the production company screen has come up. You see that Disney logo? You cannot come in anymore. Done. Your fucking privileges are over, and you lose your money. And you lose your money. Don't be late like a fucking asshole. Don't ruin the movie for everybody else, you fucking assholes. I fucking hate you all. What is wrong with you? Jesus fucking Christ. You come to a movie, go see the fucking movie. Just like people who come to the movie and just start to talk the whole time. Why did you pay for a movie? Just like why would you pay to come to a, an IMAX 3D movie with an infant? Are you, What's the point? You just spent fucking 20-something dollars on everyone in your family. In, I, I'm assuming the infant's free. I don't know if they have to pay for a fucking seat for the infant. I have no clue what the rules are. I've never even thought of anybody bringing a fucking infant into a fucking movie theater. And if you're going to do it, do it at like 3 p.m. in the middle of the day while everyone's at work. Don't, or, or, you know what I mean? Don't do it fucking on opening night of a fucking movie. What's the f Are you crazy? Why can't there be an app where you can go in and just be like, I want to switch my fucking seats. Done. No, now if the movie's sold out, which just was, the movie sold out, well, now you're fucked anyway. It's not fucking fair. What the fuck? Dumb bitches bringing your fucking babies into the fuck. It's a fucking PG-13 movie. That's the other thing. Infants should never be allowed in fucking movies. And kids shouldn't even be allowed into fucking movies. And kids shouldn't even be allowed into fucking movies on opening weekend. Opening weekend should be adults only for every movie ever, even fucking G-rated movies. Fuck you all. Seriously. Opening weekend should be relegated to fucking people who are going to enjoy a movie, not people who are going to scream and cry and carry the fuck on. Fuck you and fuck you all. I hate you. You can go next weekend. Let me fucking enjoy opening weekend. At least opening night. Thursday and Friday. That's it. The kids can come on Saturday and Sunday. That's fair. I think that's fucking fair. Holy shit. They, they should have just like an infant time where if you're going to bring an infant, it's the only time you can bring them. It's like 12 p.m. No, fuck that. 9 a.m. on a fucking 
Tuesday. And that's it. 9 a.m. on a fucking Tuesday. It already gave you enough time to bring the kids to school and you can bring your fucking infant to a fucking movie. That's the only time. Why can't they do that? They're, you know, it's, it's bullshit. Why fucking inconvenience other people? Nobody else is going to a fucking movie at 9 a.m. Just these fucking assholes. Holy shit. All right, moving on. Fucking WDWNT is full of pussies. Yeah, that's right. I'll keep talking about these motherfuckers, too. After we fucking talked about them in our show, like a couple days later, they were supposed to discuss, it was on their docket, who hates Tom now? Clearly referring to the Mouse Rants group. Not just me, but fucking Simone and everybody else who fucking posted on their fucking wall. Which, by the way, thank you. Thank you. Because seriously, they're fucking thieves. We have a fucking event. Everybody knows. September 29th, September 30th, and October 1st. That's our event. They decided we're going to have an event a few days before them. And we're going to steal some of their ideas for specific events. Specific things they completely stole. We talked about this already. But just in case you didn't hear that... That's what happened. And fucking, they have the fucking audacity. Who hates Tom now? Okay, great. But they never fucking talked about it, those fucking pussies. I had to listen to that whole stupid fucking shit show. And it sucks. God damn it, fucking Tom Cruise. Your show used to be fucking good. What did you fucking do? Now you got some asshole from fucking Florida on with you and some dumb cunt. None of you are funny anymore. It's ridiculous. And... You're fucking crediting the girl as comic relief. She's never funny. Neither are you. Fucking the jokes are so fucking bad. What the fuck happened? I don't understand it. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. I also have a problem with the fucking commercial that they had because they kind of made the exact same joke we did about Tony's authentic food, according to Jeffrey Marola, but that could have been a coincidence. So, you know... Whatever, but based on the fact that they've been stealing from us recently, I just assumed as much. Because it's all they want to do is steal from us. Fuck. But it doesn't matter. They're a bunch of fucking pussies. I, 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 listened to, I had to listen to a couple of their shows, too. Because I'm sitting there going, okay, great, talk about us. But no, they're too fucking scared. They're too fucking scared to fucking start a war with us. And I really thought that's what was happening. I thought they were finally going to fight back. Those fuckers. Those thieves. Stealing our shit. Why don't you change your events? And how about you stop charging people to listen to your content? We, we kind of glossed over this, but I want to I wanna fucking read this for you. So we've mentioned this before, but we didn't actually get really like deep into it or anything. Um, but WDWNT, after the whole Disflix fiasco, decided that they were going to start their own membership program. Now, members of WDWNT... The actual fucking people from the goddamn podcast, the hosts, co-hosts, etc., was complaining about Disflix charging for fucking content. But then, I think about a week later, because this was posted April 20th. It's now May 28th. See, we don't do anything on time, but we have brought it up. But on April 20th, they posted this membership program. Now, they have a show called Inner Globe that apparently you got to pay to see. But... 
Let's see what this says. Tonight will mark the first of a new monthly program called WDWNT Interglobe Live. The show begins at 9 p.m. and lasts for an hour, making for a fun interactive forum with WDWNT staff via a video program. With the revamped membership levels now available, you can gain access to this show and many other benefits for $13 a month. That's fucking more than Netflix was charging. The show is available at this level and any above it. For just $2 a month, you can also get access to the two WDW News Tonight posts every month. Every member $5 and above in April will also be mailed a Pirates of the Caribbean 50th anniversary button from Disneyland. Ooh, great. You got a fucking button. All membership levels can also get discounted registration for the 10th anniversary event. You know, the one they stole! From us. Here's a full breakdown of all the prices and levels of membership we offer. Now remember, hosts of the show complained about Disflix for their pricing, for charging for content. So let's see what they're charging here. So they have the test dummy level. $2 or more per month includes exclusive WDW News Tonight post show twice each month. So people who pay $2 or more get to fucking see some extra shit after they do their WDW News Tonight show. So that's already paying for content, right? Well, there's more. There's the Sherry level, which is $5 or more. Exclusive WDW, same thing. Then access to the full WDW News Today podcast archive. So now you can't even go back and listen to old episodes because they said so. You have to listen to whatever they fucking decide, and you have to pay... Five dollars to listen to the old shit. What fucking assholes would do that? I've never heard of, You will always get our fucking show for free. It's a fucking podcast. Are you fucking out of your fucking mind? It, it costs nothing. You make the goddamn MP3 yourself. If you don't want to make it available online because you don't want to pay for storage, then you could just fucking send it out to people who want to fucking hear old episodes. You could do that. It's an option. Or you could just post it somewhere where it's free. You could do that too, you know. So then there's seven. Okay. Which is $7 or more. You get all that stuff. Oh, also the other one has early access to new episodes of the WDW. So, ooh, you have to hear it a little bit early. Oh, like you can't fucking wait. Jesus Christ. So this one also just adds a monthly in-park video program exclusively for WIGS members. You, That's right. In-park video program. A monthly in-park video program for $7 or more a month. So they're charging... $2 less than fucking Disflix was. Three, really. And, you're, it, and they completely are being hypocritical here because they had a problem with them fucking charging for in-park content. Yet they're doing it themselves. Let's hear what else there is. If you can join the Tip Top Club, which is $13 or more, you get all of the above, plus access to WDWNT Interglobe Live, a monthly Q&A-style show. That's right. That's where you, Now you can watch. This entire show is only for $13 or more for a monthly show. One day a month. You're paying $13 to pay for a show. You're literally, per show, 13 bucks. That's like paying 
$13 for an episode of Mouse Rants, except for the fact that their monthly show is probably going to be an hour, I think they said, and mine is fucking two to three hours. $13 for an hour-long show. Q&A. That's bullshit. But here's another one. The studio tour. $23 or more per month. All of the above and also a guaranteed spot in a WDW News Tonight game every month. So you get to play a fucking game with them. Ooh! I can't wait to play a game with you, Tom Corliss. Fuck you! Just fuck you! And if you get to Club 33 level, it's all of the above, plus a monthly surprise gift box shipped to your home. So you actually finally get something for an extra $10 on top of the other shit. So you're paying $9.99 for that special gift. That's what you're paying, because everything else would, would be $23. $33, and you get the fucking gift. So $10 for this fucking monthly gift. I wonder what the fuck it could be. Do you understand how hypocritical this is? They were the ones complaining about the fucking Disflix. They were fucking complaining about it, just like we were. For a second, I really thought we were all on the same side, but no. A week later, they go and they do this bullshit. And I know, again, I know we touched on it before, but can you believe this shit? They're paying for in-part content, the one thing they said not to fucking do. The one thing they were complaining about. Charging. For in-part content. You fucking assholes. You're worse than Disflix. You're fucking worse. And then you can go to Patreon. <clears throat> so they, they use that as a cover. They're like, oh no. But you're just giving us fucking, you know, a couple bucks on our Patreon. That's what this really is. No, it's not. You, are, you called it a membership program. And it's literally to watch in-part content. It's literally to get an entire show you're doing that's an hour long. And it's only once a month. Fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. Oh, and for access to the archive? Holy fucking shit. Great. Now nobody can listen to your old shows because you're an asshole. Fuck you. Just seriously, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Fuck you all. So upon further inspection, if you go to WDWNewsToday.com and you click on any episode from the past, you get like a password screen. You have to put in a password. However, if you type in WDWNewsToday.com slash blog slash archive slash whatever number, you'll find the episodes and don't have to type in a fucking password. So that's all just bullshit. Don't pay $5 to get old episodes. If anything, and if they change this, which I'm sure they will now that I'm out of them, just come to me because I just downloaded all their fucking episodes just to prove, guess what? You have no legal right to fucking charge for them. In fact, they're not. Because what they're doing is they're making it password protected so you have to donate to them to give them because they can't charge for it. That's why. It makes it look like you're donating and then getting something, you know, as a prize. But that's bullshit. They're charging for content, and that's absolute insanity, especially when it was available for free at some point. So, I've downloaded these episodes long ago, and I have pulled up my archive on my own as well. So, if you want any episodes, come to me. I'll give you a fucking WDWNT episode. The only one so far, the only one that I don't think is available is 16. It's the only one they don't have. There you go. 
Have fun, everybody. Jesus fucking Christ with this charging shit. Whatever. Now everyone can listen to your show. Don't steal from me. Yeah, you want to fucking say shit about Disflix? Okay, great. So do I. But then don't go around and do the fucking same thing as them. Content should always be free. Any sort of payment should be optional. Optional! Fuck. All right, there's some loose ends that need to be tied up from the last couple of weeks. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, Mousterpiece Cinema, which sounds very similar to Mousterpiece Theater, which was a show starring George Plimpton on the Disney Channel. But they just call it Mousterpiece Cinema, and it has nothing to do with that. I think that's bullshit, but, you know, that's not what we're here to complain about. <laughs> you see, the hosts of this show are just full of shit. We're talking about Josh and Gabe. Yes, Gabe. And Josh. The two of them are fucking assholes. And I'm going to prove that to you through a few clips here and there. And then we're going to listen and we're going to have fun and it's going to be a great time. Um, they talk about Song of the South and Peter Pan. And how racist the two things are. It's not even about a whole product of its time type thing. It's literally just them complaining about how awful these movies are. Because they're racist. And these motherfuckers are the most fucking PC people I've ever fucking listened to on the goddamn radio, I swear. It's so douche-chilling. The entire thing. It induces douche-chills throughout my fucking body. So we're going to listen to them talk about Song of the South. Then we're going to listen to them talk about Peter Pan. And then after that, we'll go forward with a couple more awful things they said. <laughs> but let's, let's start here with Song of the South. Uh, now, the first person you're going to hear is not one of the two. It's not Joshua Gabe. It's their guest. But you will not be able to really understand what they're talking about until you hear him say it first because they, they won't repeat it afterwards. It's only said once, and then they allude to it, and you're going to be like, what are you talking about? So you'll see what I mean in a second. But uh, here's the first clip. Uh, talking about Song of the South. But, you know, just, just to start with, uh, I think one of the reasons why it's impossible to completely ignore the controversy surrounding Song of the South is the element. It's what you have to go through to get the movie. Um, and you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, you know, I feel a little bit creepy. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, buying the film from you know uh, what, what amounts to a sort of a, a Southern Heritage you know type website that you know made me feel a little bit like I was uh, uh, you know slipping over to the dark side just 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 to see the film. I mean, I, did you guys have a, have a similar a similar experience? Now, you can hear him stammering because he just said where they uh, acquired the film. So the three of them, that's right, all three of them, acquired this film by essentially going to a KKK website and buying it from them. They paid them, I, I believe $20 is what they say. They might say it later on. Uh, I'm going to skip around here, so if I skip it, whatever. But I believe it was $20. So they gave $60 to the KKK. Let's, let's just repeat that one more time. Josh, Gabe, and their guest spent $60 on a DVD that they acquired from the KKK. They donated $60 to the KKK. The cast of Masterpiece Cinema donated money, $60, to the KKK, to a Southern Heritage KKK website. That's what I want to talk about here. Are you fucking insane? Do you know how easy it is to find Song of the South? 
First of all, did you look at eBay? Because the company legally sells it in Europe and in Japan. And nowadays, DVD players are pretty much region free. So, or blue, if you have a Blu-ray player, it's pretty much going to be region free. So you can buy a region 2 Blu-ray and play it on your computer. Why didn't you do that? Get it shipped over from England or some shit. Holy fucking shit. It is legal overseas. Here, not that it's illegal, it's banned by the company, so you can't buy it from the company. But if anything, what, you never heard of a torrent website? You never heard of, like, streaming something online? Any of those things is much more tolerable than giving money to the KKK. I mean, what the fuck? Is this even a choice? If I had a choice of downloading something from the internets, <laughs> buying something on eBay from like Europe or Japan with subtitles, or giving money to the KKK, which one do you think I'm going to do? It's not giving money to the KKK. I can tell you that much. I have seen the movie. I own the movie. And guess what? I didn't give money to the KKK. It's not like, how do you think they acquired it? Do you think the day that, that fucking Disney just made the movie available to the KKK and that's it? So you can go and buy from them? No. They acquired it in the same ways that I just mentioned. They either got it from overseas or they fucking downloaded it. You do the same thing. What you're doing, it's not like you're acquiring a legal version. Jesus Christ. Holy fucking shit. This is the fucking show. And, and, and they have over fucking, they have like 300 episodes. Like, just to let you know, Gabe's not on the show anymore, thank God. But, 300 fucking episodes. And this is the shit. This is the shit. They're fucking giving money to the KKK. Okay. Uh, Gabe? <laughs> uh, yeah, well... Picking up that copy, it definitely uh, on that website. It, you know, I definitely looked at the other films that were available, and I started to notice a pattern. Let's say, <laughs> clicking through some of the uh, the image covers, um, there's a lot of uh, Confederate flags. Let's say, hmm. yeah, because you went to a KKK website. You are all pieces of shit. <laughs> Holy fucking! I mean, did you, did nobody see a problem with this? Did nobody see a fucking problem with this game? Holy fuck! Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard to watch this movie without having that kind of question in your mind, just in the back of your mind the entire time. You know, like, is is this movie racist? Um, if I start liking the movie in various parts of the movie, does that make me racist in some way? Like, what... Yes. If you enjoy a movie, it makes you racist. That's that's the new thing. This fucking millennial piece of shit. Yes, if I listen to... If I watch a movie that was directed by Woody Allen, does that make me a bad person? And guess what? It To him, it does. But he does talk about this in one of the newer episodes where, where Gabe is gone, and it's just Josh and some other fucking guy, I guess. Um, he talks about this, and it's the most excruciating, listen, they talk, okay, so basically it's about Johnny Depp, right, because he was accused of, I guess, hitting his wife, or whatever, I don't know, she's fucking nuts as it is from the past, as I've heard, but regardless of anything, whether he did it or not, that shouldn't even 
be a problem. It's a fucking movie. has nothing to do with his real life. But according to them, listen. How weird it is to reconcile the fact that Captain Jack Sparrow and, by connection, Johnny Depp is this icon for Disney. And also, Johnny Depp last year was accused of domestic abuse by his now ex-wife. Those are the two things that you have to, or I, at least I feel like I have to reconcile when I watch a movie like this now. Why? Why should one thing have to do with the other? A movie's a movie, and the movie came out fucking 2000, what, one, two, three, early in 2000s. Holy shit, but uh, keep listening. Can I separate the art from the artist? Because now that I watch Johnny Depp, I don't just see Captain Jack Sparrow. I see a guy who allegedly beat up his wife. Now, we all know, of course, he didn't do it. Because when you're forced to pay a multi-million dollar settlement to your wife, you're definitely innocent. Um, oh, yeah, because because it's not like the girl always wins, right? That's not the case at all. I mean, let's be fucking real here. Again, I'm not saying he didn't. I could have. I don't give a shit either way, honestly. Guess why? Because he's not a fucking person I know personally. He, to me, is just an actor who I'll never, ever talk to. So it doesn't matter to me at all. So that's reality. But let's be real here. Fucking a woman comes up to you and says, that guy beat the shit out of me. What's your first instant reaction as a guy? It's either, well, fuck him. I'm going to go beat the shit out of him. Or, oh, fuck, that's too bad. It, it's never, you're a liar. Ever. Unless it's your friend. Then you're like, well, you could be lying because I know him and he's not that kind of a person. You, know, you always want to speak up for your fucking friend and all that shit. But, for, you know, a woman comes up to you and says, this guy beat me up. Right away, you're like, motherfucker. Right away. You know, the guy's like, no, no, I didn't. You're like, you fucking liar. Look at her face. And anything could have happened, you know? So, yeah, of course. Yeah, ooh, well, just because he was... No, because fucking usually court side with the, with the woman. Also, I'm sure he didn't want bad press. It's, let's say he didn't do it, but, like, it went to trial or some shit, and it became this huge thing. He's going to be known as that guy. So what are you going to do? No, you gotta, you, you, you're a fucking billionaire. You're going to fucking pay off the fucking chick, get her the fuck out of here, and then move on. So nobody remembers it. And that's exactly what happened. Most people don't even fucking remember it. So I just brought it back up again. <laughs> well, he brought it back up first. But come on. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, just because he's paid a million dollars. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know it's a possibility that she could have been full of shit. You know it's a fucking possibility. So don't start your shit. Anyway, I just have to get that off my chest as usual. I'll have. Oh, uh, oh that's the other thing. Separating the artist from it. That was the whole entire fucking point of this. Yes. Why is it so hard to separate the artist from the art? Those two things are completely fucking separate in the first place. The artist is a person, an actor, a director, a producer, whatever, who made a piece of art that could be brilliant or it could be shit. The, somebody could be the nicest person in the world. Doesn't mean I'm going to fucking like their movies. Oh, but he's such a nice person. Okay, then let me go out and watch a bunch of shitty films. I mean, come on. It's fucking ridiculous. So if, if Uwe Boll wasn't such an asshole, would that mean that Uwe Boll's movies would be amazing? I doubt it. Uwe Boll's movies will never be amazing. With the exception of that one with um, Edward Furlong, 
where they're in the they're in like a jail cell and it's like a kind of a true story. It's a fucking good movie. I forgot what it was called. Stagnant? No. Stoic? I think it was called Stoic. That movie was awesome. Anyway, but the majority of Uwe Boll's movies are falchin. Awful. I should do an episode about Uwe Boll, except he doesn't do anything for Disney. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Separating the artist from the art is should always be your first thing. You should never be like, well, that guy's an asshole, so I'm not going to watch the movie he made. Why? What if it's something that you grew up with and you love? All of a sudden, oh, I'm not going to watch it anymore because, of the, uh, because fucking he likes mayonnaise and I don't. That's basically what you're saying. Who gives a shit what he did in his personal life? It has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. Fuck. All right, let's go back to Song of the South. But the movie itself, I found myself really unable to separate from the total discomfort I felt throughout. Oh, see, here we go again. He can't fucking separate himself from, from something else. There's always something that he can't separate himself from. A lot of it. The technical elements of this movie are very impressive. All the more so since the DVD we were all watching is not official. But the quality of that movie looked, I thought it looked pretty good. Pretty decent considering the transition from live action to animation specifically. Okay, great. Now he goes on to praise the way it looks. But again, he mentions it's unofficial. It's unofficial. Then why fucking give money to the fucking KKK? There's something wrong with you. Well, I think part of the issue is that Walt Disney himself was likely not that progressive thinking. I mean, this is kind of an interesting discussion to get into here. You know, it's funny when this came from the mail and I, you know, I had it on, on, on the table where I have my computer and my wife came down and saw Song of the South in this big cover and she said, oh, you bought Song of the South? Yeah, that movie's really racist. <laughs> and I remember I, I asked her, I said, how do you know? Well, I just heard that. And I was like, well, yeah. I said, and His I mean, wife's a dumbass, too. I remember one time back when I was still, you know, back when it was just me doing this podcast, and she was telling, my wife was telling one of her friends, oh, yeah, he does this movie podcast about Walt Disney movies. Oh, but Disney was a really racist guy. I, I was there, and I said, how, how, what are you basing that on? Well, I just, I've heard things. It's kind of the thing like with, oh, oh he's cryogenically frozen. <laughs> how do you know that? Oh, I've heard. His wife is one of those people that we all fucking hate. Who, you know, they heard somebody say something, or they read it in the book, and all of a sudden, it's fucking true. Jesus, again with this bullshit. Oh, yeah, well, that, that means he must be... First of all, this has nothing to do with Walt Disney himself. Walt Disney did not make Song of the South. It was written by, well, Joel Chandler Harris, obviously, but also, here we go. Uh, first of all, the animation director was Wilfred Jackson. The live-action director was Harv Foster. The story uh, was Dalton S. Raymond. Uh, the cartoon story was by Bill Pete. Ralph Wright and Vernon Stallings, for some reason as George Stallings, whatever. Screenplay by Dalton S. Raymond, Morton Grant, and Maurice Rapp. Do you see Walt Disney's name anywhere in the director or writing credits? No. So what the fuck is your fucking point? You're just saying things to say things. He didn't write it. So why does that make him, even if this was the most racist thing ever? How does that, why does that reflect on Disney because he started the company? So therefore, everything that's written is from him? No! You fucking write everything? What's wrong with you? Thanks. But, I mean, I feel like this is a good example of a case where we can kind of ask ourselves, maybe not, obviously not no because he's been dead for many years, the idea of whether Walt Disney was a racist we, or not. Let's and I ask feel ourselves. Like, 
The answer is, as it goes with most of these issues, not that easy. It is nuanced, I think. No, in that it's not, you know, not that easy. It's like watching something like, this is a weird jump, but Mad Men. You know, where Don Draper is a character who okay, is stop, not... Stop, stop, stop. Again, it doesn't matter what you watched or whatever. If he was the writer, then we'll talk. If he was the director, we could still kind of talk. But he wasn't. He had nothing to do with any of that. So stop crediting for some bullshit. This is what fucking pisses me off. Why? Now it like leads back to, oh, yeah, yeah, Walt Disney was a racist. Well, okay, why? Look, if he was, all right. I don't think he was based on his fucking hiring practices. But if he was, then fucking okay. But that's not proof of the fact if he was or wasn't. It has nothing to do with it. Fuck. There's also a part in there where they talk about the voices being racist and then compare it to the crows and Dumbo. But, you know, if you look at the fucking cast listing, every voice in terms, you know, in terms of Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear, Br'er Rabbit, are all black. So therefore, how could it be racist? They're fucking black. They're portraying black people and they are black. That's not racist. That just is. <laughs> I mean, come on! How do you call that racist? That's insanity! It would be one thing if it was like a bunch of white guys being like, Oh, boy, howdy! We're all going to the laughing place! But they're not. <laughs> and no, that was for comedy purposes, not racist. Comedy is a separate thing, but let's not even get into that, because I'm sure that concept of comedy can't even get through fucking Gabe or Josh's fucking head. But then in another episode where they talk about Peter Pan, they continue with this fucking crazy diatribe. The Native American characters in this movie are really racist. Oh, right? Are they? You're not going to argue with me on this, I hope? Yes, they are. They're very racist, and the movie itself does not shy away from that. I'm sure that a person could argue, well, the story by J.M. Barry, I believe, does have Tiger Lily. It does have these Native American characters who are dubbed Indians, who are dubbed Red. That might be part of the source material, but the movie doubles down on it. One of the songs in the film is What Made the Red Man Red? Yep. And uh, that's a fun song to hear. Oh boy, it's a toe tapper. Jesus Christ. You hear how angry he is about this? How about this movie came out in 1950 and we should just fucking get over it? At this point, it's not like anybody sings that song anymore. It's not the best song on the fucking album. Everyone knows fucking Second Star to the Right, Following the Leader, uh, You Can Fly, You Can Fly. Those are the ones everyone knows. So let's just fucking stop with the shit. All right? Yes, it happened. So what? Why are you so mad about it in 2013 it looks like this was released? And then there's also the fact that the, that the chief, the character voiced by Candy Candido, who I believe we've talked about here on the past because he appeared in Great Mouse Detective as uh, as Radigan's sidekick. He plays the, the big chief, and he is the character we get to hear him say in a very deep and raspy voice uh, such things like how. I, I don't – now, Gabe, you tell me if I'm wrong. Does how he actually racist? say smoke him, peace pipe, or – First of all, how is Hal racist? If that's how fucking Indians talked, if they went, how? Oh, then fine. That's how I've learned that they talked. <laughs> so how is it racist? Oh, no, but God fucking forbid he says how. Is it okay for Arnold Schwarzenegger to say hasta la vista, or is that racist too? Oh, no, don't say hasta la vista, baby. Don't do it. Can he say that? Are we allowed to say things in other languages? Are we? 
Fuck you, Josh! Or does he simply do it? I think he says it, doesn't he? Okay, I, I could be wrong. I, I don't remember him saying it, but he definitely smokes what is clearly meant to be, quote-unquote, the peace pipe, and so? he passes it along. It is extraordinarily what? racist. And I how was is so that racist? By that in February. I was so angry at how Disney has capitalized on this movie in far more ways <laughs> than Song of the South. Both oh, of those films you. are represented at the Disney theme parks. Both of the rides that those movies have inspired are massively popular. Oh, no! But Peter Pan gets a Blu-ray release, and Song mm. of the South does not. And to me, uh, it's very hypocritical. I'm not surprised that a big corporation would be hypocritical. But it is something that really bothers me. Uh, I do actually have a bigger problem, though, this time. But before I get into that, I'm curious to hear your thoughts a little bit on that representation of those characters in the film. I think for once we are in complete agreement on this. Oh, my God. The <laughs> hell has frozen over. There are pigs flying outside my window. Just stop doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> reach the saturation point. Yeah, go, go ahead, though. And I agree that I think a lot of the representation in this movie is so, so offensive and so kind of silly and really, it it is the kind of thing I think that little kids watching the movie, it can harm their um, kind of worldview, you know, saying that this is acceptable. Um, I remember, you know, just as being a kid that some of my friends or whatever, I don't remember a specific. me oh no they said smoke a peace pipe he's smoking something that might look like a pipe i'm gonna die oh i feel like a rock hit me in the face i'm bleeding oh no he said oh they're singing a song what makes the red man red i'm dying oh i'm dying ah i'm harmed i'm harmed it's too offensive! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Gabe! Shut the fuck up! Why are you even on the fucking radio? What is wrong with you, you goddamn little millennial cunt? Oh my god! I'm so offended! You can't be offended if you're not of that fucking race! How about that? What is up with that shit? Do you know that it's constantly, constantly... The only people who are offended by things that are claimed to be racist, especially when it comes to comedy, are white people! Why? Listen, if a fucking Native American comes up and says, hey, I'm mad about this, I'll listen to him or her. But how does your little fucking rich-ass whining piece of shit face... Which I know, by the way, he has money because he's talked about it from his family. His rich-ass fucking trust fund little bitch-ass face. I'm sorry. I can't fucking listen to you. You're a piece of fucking garbage. You deserve to be thrown out on the fucking curb and have dogs fucking lifting their leg and having a little rocket come out and piss all over you. That's what you deserve, you piece of shit. You fucking little nothing. You millennial brat. You're a brat. Fuck you. It's so offensive. 
It's harming the children. Oh, yeah. Well, how about those video games you're playing? Are those harming the children? Then why are you playing them? Huh? What about the R-rated movies you saw? Are they too violent? Are they too violent? You said you like train spotting in one of the episodes where your co-host didn't. So, think of the children. What if they accidentally see it? Oh, yeah, but when you like something, then all of a sudden those rules go out the fucking window. Right, Gabe? When you like something, then suddenly, no, no, it's actually, I'm fighting, we have a right, fuck censorship, blah, 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 blah. But here, when it's not, when it's not something that you particularly enjoy, now it's a problem. Now it's a fucking problem. If this happened in fucking Grand Theft Auto, you'd go, well, it's just a game. It's not a big deal. You fucking millennial abortion. Fuck you. I'm saying that this is acceptable. Um, I remember, you know, just as being a kid that, you know, some of my friends or whatever, I don't remember specific memories, but I remember a lot of people running around, you know, uh, saying how and going like, like that. <laughs> but you just did that just now. Doesn't that make you racist? If it's, you know. In your view, doesn't that make you racist because you just did it? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, everybody's dying now. The world's dying. Yeah, when you're kids, you play cowboys and Indians, and that happens. It's just something that happened when you were kids. There's a lot of things you say and do when you're kids. You use words that you wouldn't use now. You also piss your fucking pants, right? So maybe it's a little bit different now than it was then, don't you think? a little bit different now that you're an adult because you've learned more don't you think it has nothing to do with a movie don't you think you would have gotten that representation had you have watched anything else it's cowboys and fucking indians you think you got well, there's no cowboys in peter pan so clearly you're not getting it from that movie but to you they're all getting it from peter pan so what i'll do it now nobody gives a shit it ain't fucking racist it's stupid it's just dumb. It's one thing if you're doing it or saying something directly to somebody. Like if I went up to a fucking like Native American and just went, oh, for no reason. Yeah, maybe that makes me be an asshole. But if I'm playing a game and I do that, that's just stupid or funny or, or, or silly. You're not doing it to offend somebody. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's because at the time we just thought it was acceptable and it slowly has become less and less acceptable over time where that's, you know, people now kind of, uh, you know, right. jerk when you mention that or. All right, let's, let's move on. It's basically the same thing. This whole episode, all they're doing is hating on Peter Pan because of the fucking Indian thing. So let's, oh, read the American thing, whatever. So now I'm going to move on to something else that Gabe said that I'm sure you guys will all love. Just one little sentence here, but we need to talk about it. So this one is during their discussion of Up. And um, he asked him a question about the henchman dogs. And here's what Gabe has to say. But, that, but I did want to mention, you you did uh, mention what I wanted to bring up next, Gabe. The dogs. You, you were, it sounded like you were about to criticize the henchman dogs, Gabe. Were you doing that? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm no fan of, of dogs in general. And uh, <laughs> definitely not a fan of Doug as a character or any of that. All of that whole aspect is Whoa. just annoying to me. So. Really? Yep. Wow. That's just major. This, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do feel like we I should. He's not a fan of dogs in general. Who doesn't fucking like dogs? Now, 
maybe if it's like, you know, a dog attacked him or something. Well, let's hear his reasoning. Let's hear that. First of all, we should rewind. I believe, Gabe, you said you don't like dogs in general and like real life. Is that what you meant? In real life, you don't like dogs? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, again, you know, some of my friends and my girlfriend consider me to be very crusty sometimes. Uh, <laughs> similar to Carl in this movie, let's say, you know, very crotchety, I guess. And, you know, one of the things that people have, have been telling me for years is like, oh, you should get a dog. Like, you'll love the dog and that will like soften me up somehow. And so I guess, again, like when I saw this movie, it was another thing that I took almost like personally, you know, like, like, oh, I see what this is doing here, <laughs> you know. Um, wow. Just what he doesn't like dogs. And his reasoning is because people told him to get a dog to make him not as well. First, he said crusty. And I only know two things about crusty. Well, three. One, it's a character, a clown from The Simpsons. Two, it's like the shit that gets in your eyes when you wake up, that crusty stuff. And three, it's like a punk movement. <laughs> The crust punks who live on the fucking streets, the homeless, the crust punks who live on the fucking street and, and fucking are dirty. and Yeah, it's a fucking style of music, kind of, in a way. So none of that has to do with what you're trying to say, but let's just pretend he made a mistake. His reasoning for not liking dogs is because people told him to get a dog because it'll make him softer or it'll make him you know less cranky. So now he hates dogs because of that. And he couldn't enjoy the movie Up because he thought that the movie was doing the same thing his friends were and telling him that he needs to get a dog. The psychology behind this fucking motherfucker. Holy shit. What the fuck? I mean, this is fucking Creep Central. I understand if you're, like, scared of a dog because fucking whatever. But to not care about a dog and not... I don't like dogs in general... Wow. Just fucking wow. This is probably the type of kid who would fucking, like, beat the shit out of a dog when he was a little kid. He's, he's, this is a serial killer waiting to happen. Gabe. So everybody watch out for fucking Gabe. Because he's a fucking psycho. Holy fuck. You don't like dogs? Oh, my God. All right, so here's the final one for these motherfuckers, I think. <laughs> Where they're talking about it's, it's ridiculous. They're talking about how Frozen, this is like a week after it came out. First of all, they said it wouldn't be a classic, which is kind of funny because if they waited a couple weeks, whoops. Whoops. They're like, oh, yeah, it was good, but it would never be considered a classic. Oh, really? Really? I knew from the moment I saw that movie, the moment I saw that movie, I'm like, oh, boy, this is it. This is the next one. Um, you know, not, first of all, I did like it, but I mean, not to the extent that whatever. I knew it just be watching it by seeing the reaction of the people. It was clear, but you know, these people don't fucking have any insight whatsoever. So they asked Gabe what he thinks about the music situation. And, um, well, here's what he has to say. I actually uh, would have preferred that. I think I completely agree that I think one of the weaknesses of the songs in their current state is that there's. I think either too many of them or not enough. How, how too many? So there's too many or n which one? That's the opposite of each other. There's not too many or not enough. It's always not enough. <laughs> there should be more songs, 
never too many. Alice in Wonderland had like 20 songs. They go by like that. <laughs> but let's hear more. Um, because, especially when they when they start doing like the big confrontation scene between Elsa and Anna when Anna finally gets to the the ice palace, um, they start doing a little bit of like the speak singing. Yes. Um, leading into it, and I, I just thought at that point, if you're going to do something like that, which I think they repeated a couple other times, um, you might as well just either make the whole thing singing or just don't do that because uh, what it was just a little bit distracting. Okay, wait. First of all, there's a couple problems here. He said that during the ice castle, whatever, blah, 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 that there was speak singing, and then they did it in more songs. Well, that was like the second to last song. So I don't know what you're talking about, but let's just say it wasn't and, and whatever. Fine. For what reason is the speak singing ruining everything? And it's fucking distracting so, wait, if they did it more, that wouldn't be distracting to you? How is speak singing distracting? I don't understand that. How is it distracting? It's still part of the fucking movie. It's not like crazy sounds start coming and going over it. That would be distracting. Oh, what the fuck's that? It's not like people came in and started going that's distracting. It's not like crazy visuals were flying across the screen during it. No. That would be distracting. How is speak singing distracting at all? And if you had more of it, how is that not? <laughs> like, I don't, you can't keep saying, oh, it needs more or it needs less. It's one or the other. Does it need more or does it need less? You gave no reasoning to fucking either direction. You're just saying things. That's what Gabe does. He just says things. He thinks it's like he's trying to get through the episode with zero knowledge of anything. He fucking throws in a couple big words that he learned in film school and then moves on really quickly, hoping that people will think that he said something that meant something. And it never does. Let's see if there's more. Um, because there wasn't, I just don't think that they had a big, like, a big song in this movie that they could use as kind of a background theme for a lot of those uh, the scenes where they were doing the speak singing. He did. <laughs> no, there was not a big song in this movie that they could, you know, keep throwing back up. Yeah, I can't think of one song from the movie Frozen that has been um, repeating at all. Like, nobody remembers any songs. Not one. I can't think of one song. No, not that one. No. Nope, not one song from Frozen at all that, that would keep showing up in the score. I, I can't think of that. Huh. It, uh, you're right, Gabe. You're so right. Oh, God. Or, um, I don't know, just like even part of the score. Um, I just didn't really think that... <laughs> I mean, I liked a couple of the songs. Obviously, Let It Go was pretty great. Um, <laughs> then he mentions the big song! Obviously, Let It Go was pretty great. Pretty great. Let It Go was the worst song of the entire fucking movie. Like... Let It Go, and then, like, right on top of Let It Go was the Troll song. And everything else was great. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, okay, Let It Go, the Troll song, and then above that is the, the Reindeers Are Better Than People, only because it's short and doesn't really at all focus on Jonathan Groff's talent. But it was pretty great. No, it's the worst song in the fucking movie. The worst. Yet, it's the one everyone remembers. But no, there's no big song. Um, but I just don't think that they really they had like a big song that they could use as an instrumental version or anything to yeah, really never. kind of give the movie a, like a thematic backbone. Never. Well, um, but they, but they could have, right? 
All right. <laughs> I can't even anymore. Oh, Gabe, you know nothing about movies. You know nothing about musicals. And you definitely know nothing about Disney. There's a part that was either leading up to this or that comes up a little later where they talk about they didn't have enough songs for it to be considered a classic. And I'm sitting there going, wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry. So are we considering Little Mermaid not a Disney classic? Because that only had like five songs. And Aladdin definitely only had like four, right? Because we had Prince Ali. We have um, Arabian Nights. We have A Whole New World. And we have One Jump. Oh, and, and Friend Like Me, five songs. Five songs. Reprises don't count because it's the same song. They didn't write anything new. Just different lyrics. So five songs in Aladdin, Lion King had five, and Beauty and the Beast had like five, maybe six. I think six because the mob song at the end. Yeah, about six songs. So where Frozen has nine, it can't be a classic because it's, you know, it's not enough songs. So therefore, no other movie is a classic with the exception of Alice in Wonderland, which is 20 songs. Oh, okay. Sure. You're a fucking idiot. Let's hear Gabe's closing fucking words. Just to let you know, this is from episode 121, which is where they talk about Frozen. Um, episode 114 was the one where they talked about Escape from Tomorrow. So it was only a few episodes before that. I say that because I want you to listen closely to what Gabe says right now. Well, I mean, I think I've spoken many times before about this, and I mean, people listening to the podcast probably know this by now, but I'm a bit of a traditionalist, and I really just kind of – I don't think that Disney should be doing 3D, like, computer animation at all. Yeah, I think it's that I, I agree. 2D at all times. Um, I think there's a – you know, like with so many things nowadays, there's always the choice of something you could do versus something you should do, mm-hmm. right? Something that, you know, yes, you have the option. Yes, there's new technology. But should we be doing this? You know, should we be – or should we be trying to just make – good product (laughs) that's right Gabe just literally repeated himself from the uh, this is what I'm talking about about how he doesn't fucking have anything to say so he just has a couple little fucking like standard things that he just says and they pretend like he didn't say it he definitely said it just a few episodes before what you could do versus what you should do. We've already heard you say that. This is nothing new. And they're like, ooh, mm, that's an interesting thing. Mm. No, it's not. You fucking said that already. Stop pretending. Fuck, game. Fuck. I do agree, by the way, <laughs> with what he was saying about the, uh, you know, Disney shouldn't do 3D animation. That should be left to Pixar. I agree with that. But. The way he goes about it is like a fucking piece of shit. That's the difference. And finally, and I know I said finally before, but this is really the last game thing. Um, here we hear about what he has to say about Get a Horse. Remember the short before Frozen, Get a Horse, would have the 2D animation and it turns into 3D and then fucking like it opens up and this thing's flying at you. And well, if you're watching it in 3D, of course. If you're not watching it in 3D, that, that fucking thing made no sense. But <laughs> it's still pretty cool regardless, right? So let's hear what he has to say about that short. To be honest, I can do an entire other podcast probably just talking about this issue but and i you know i need to see it again you know i thought parts of it i guess were cute (laughs) but my just my gut instinct and my gut reaction watching it one time for those five minutes or however long it lasts um i felt kind of ill to be honest oh boy It, it was insulting yeah i mean i'm somebody you know i'm I'm an advocate for film preservation. You know, I grew up loving black and white films, old films. 
Um, and I believe that people still have a lot to learn from those films. And so, you know, I had at USC film school, Leonard Malton teaches a class. Okay. Before he goes off on a fucking tangent here. Okay. Black and white. There's nothing wrong with black and white films. There are some great black and white films. The acting style, not always so great. That's the way they acted back then. Things have changed. It's a more realistic sense of acting now. Yeah, there can there there are things to be learned from black and white films, but there are also things to be learned from color films. That just because it took place in a certain period of time doesn't mean there were short, shitty fucking versions of that. How about you have a lot to learn from film in general? Nobody's telling you not to watch older movies. So what? Should we just make older movies forever? Let's just go back, act the same way. Let's remake things. Is that what you're saying? Oh, wait, that's right. You're mainstream, man. Of course you want everything remade. You love Hollywood. You love remakes. You love sequels. Bang, explosions, Michael Bay. Hollywood. Is that what you fucking want? Game. And so the very idea that this short film would start with you know, the old Academy ratio of the cartoon so small in the frame and then gradually open things up like saying, oh, well, now we're going to the modern times. And look at this archaic piece of crap, this black and white grainy, you know, with with these like archaic noises and sounds and two things. First of all, (laughs) well, first of all, a lot of those fucking cartoons, those shorts were pieces of crap. I mean, how much do you learn from Mickey Mouse trying to rape Minnie? Because that's all it really was. Some of them are great, but some of them are fucking god-awful. I have every single fucking Disney treasure. So don't think I'm not like, oh, you know, well, not everyone. I have all the ones that have to do with the animation. I didn't get fucking fucking Elphaba Fox or whatever the fuck it was called. Or, or fucking Davy Crockett or Zorro. I could give a shit about any of those. It was live action. Not my thing. Don't like it. Don't care. But I have, like, the Tomorrowland one. I have the Disneyland one. I definitely have all the animated ones, all the Pluto, Donalds, Goofy, Mickey, everything. With that, there's a ton of shit involved in that. You have to root through the shit sometimes to get to the good stuff. In fact, almost the entire, like, Mickey and Living Color Part 2 sucked. (laughs) So let's just keep that in mind. Most of them are Pluto movies. Fucking Jesus Christ. But yes, that they were awful. <laughs> but not all of them, but some of them. So yeah, there is a, an idea of, of now, here's what we can do. Now, as I said, I agree that maybe we shouldn't be doing three, but this is a fucking short. I'm okay with as much 3D as you want in a fucking short. But not necessarily 3D animation as much as the 3D technology. Jump, the jumping out of the screen at you and all that crazy shit. That looks so great in fucking 3D. And that's the thing. You go to the movie theaters because you can see it in 3D. You can see whatever. And then when you, can get the, you can get it at home later on. But how that experience of seeing it in the theater in 3D was pretty fucking cool. But then he's saying that basically because that's happening, we're saying, oh, that's a piece of crap. Look at that piece of crap. How about no? How about this is what we fucking built our company on. Now look what we can do. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, here's what we built our company on. Fuck you. Here's something better. It's, hey, 
this is our fucking model, and now look what we've turned it. Look at how great everything is. Look how great it looks. Now, I don't think fucking CGI animation looks great at all, ever. I think it looks blocky. I think it looks awful. But I get the idea behind what they were doing. He, for some reason, thinks, oh, no, everything, no, they're shitting on it. They're shitting. They're shitting. Fuck you, Gabe. I'm moving on. Now, what else can I talk about? Well, while I still have time, let me just knock off these Facebook group things. I have a bunch that I've been saving and fucking shit that I just come across. Like, why should I have to come across this fucking nonsense? For instance, here's one right here. <clears throat> this is from a Facebook group. If there is a ride that my four-year-old is not tall enough to ride, that's a sentence. There's more, but that's a sentence, apparently. There's a period and, and then a capital C for the next word. Well, the person who posted this is a fucking capital C. I can tell you that much. If there is a ride that my four-year-old is not tall enough to ride, can he still go on it with my husband and I? No question. Another period. Are they really strict with height restrictions? Period. No question. And they spelled strict... S-T-R-I-C-K-E-D. As if you've been strict with something. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not fucking a word. Are they really strict? S-T-R-I-C-K-E-D? Fucking you're a cunt. How about that? You're a fucking dumb cunt. Why can't you write a question mark? If you're making statements, then why are you posing it as a question? Doesn't make any sense. If you're asking a question, there would be question marks at the end of it. And then she says, thanks, and then no period after the thanks. First of all, your fucking four-year-old is not tall enough to ride. That means they're not tall enough to ride. The end is like saying, it's illegal to steal. Can I steal as long as my dad's with me? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't do that. Fuck you. Spell strict correctly. Holy shit! Are they strict? Yes, they are! Stop being a bitch! Or how about this one? I planned our trip for a year. It's paid in full and 19 days until check-in. Something's wrong in that sentence. It's paid in full and 19 days until check-in. Shouldn't it be, and there are 19 days until check-in? Even then, the sentence is two separate fucking thoughts. But whatever. My son's girlfriend, who is coming along, has decided to break up. B break up with him, you mean? Do not just break up. Break up with him. Why do people keep messing up their fucking grammar? How is it so hard? What, like, is it because you're on the internet so you don't think you have to type as much? Like, no, you still have to form full sentences. You're not a child. My son's girlfriend, who is coming along, has decided to break up with him. I'm so frustrated. But no, she said, break up. I'm so frustrated. Blah! So frustrated. He's very upset, and I'm not even sure he wants to go now. All right, well, <laughs> shit happens. You're his fucking mom. All you got to do is say you're fucking going. The end. If he doesn't want to fucking go, then don't fucking go. You still go. And if you can't go without him, I mean, he seems old enough to be able to stay on his own. But if you can't go without him, you drag him. There's, it, it's painful. You're done. So what if a girl broke up with him? Shit happens. It's fucking life. 
Even if he doesn't understand it, you force him to go. And if he doesn't have a good time, lock him in the fucking room or send him to the Neverland Club. <laughs> or whatever it is. Simba's Cubhouse. Fuck him. And fuck you for even asking. Why are you asking everybody? This is a personal matter. He's very upset, and I'm not sure he wants to go. He, she's also not even asking for help. She's just saying things. What the fuck? Crazy. 131 comments on this one. 131! Fuck! Ugh. I hope that fucking his girlfriend's out there fucking someone else right now. And I hope she does it on your front lawn. You cunt. All right. This next one. Oh, I can't even. Okay. I'm going to read it, though. I'm really scared. I know it was wrong, but I wanted a souvenir from my day at Pandora and couldn't afford to buy a banshee. So I kidnapped a native. He's not adjusting to our atmosphere. He became unconscious as soon as I brought him into our room last night. And I can't wake him up. These are all, by the way, separated by periods. Hope I don't go to prison or worse, get banned from Disney. Now, before I tell you the picture that's posted underneath this, she just said that she hopes she doesn't go to prison or worse, get banned from Disney. Is it going to prison a little bit worse than getting banned from Disney? Like... Even if this is a joke, what she's saying, and I guarantee you it's not, mind you, because I, be I believe that she really thinks that it's worse to get banned from Disney. She's fucking a lunatic. What the fuck? Girl, I don't know what to tell you, but the worst part is the picture that's underneath it. So after all that, you look at the picture, and it's like, her kid, I guess, who looks like the younger fucking Kevin <laughs> with his face painted blue. And he's sleeping. It's her. She posted a picture of her kid sleeping with blue makeup on. Now, as part of the human race, I feel like if somebody had their picture taken while they were asleep and then that person posted it on Facebook for everyone to see... It's kind of a fucking dick move, right? It's pretty much a dick move. Like, why even do that? But imagine it's your mother. Your mother just decides, I'm going to take a picture of you sleeping at Disney, and I'm going to post it so everyone laughs at you. Because that's what she did. She's doing it as, as a joke that everyone would laugh at this picture of him sleeping. So this kid now has to be embarrassed. For every one of her Facebook friends, which I'm sure includes mothers of other children, who I'm sure were at the computer with their kids while they were looking at this at some point. And now the kids fucking come to school and go, oh, I saw a fucking picture of you with your face painted blue and you were all fucking sleeping like a bitch. <laughs> your mom fucking said that you that she kidnapped the native. <laughs> uh, he became unconscious. You're a fucking douche. You're a douche. And it gains steam. And it starts going around the school. People start calling him names. Now he gets the nickname Navi. That's his nickname. Everyone's like, yo, what up, Navi? Fucking gay bastard. Or some shit like that. Hey, fucking gay lord. Hey, you, you're corroded. <laughs> Do people still say that? You're corroded. Yeah. 
This is not a good thing to do, parents. You're assholes. You do not realize that, like, this is going out for everybody to see. And usually your friends are somehow connected to his friends in some way or another. So they are going to see this picture in some form. One person, only one, has to see it to come up with a clever nickname. The V, more like the faggot. <laughs> That's what you're going to hear at fucking school. What the fuck? Don't post this shit up. You're not funny, by the way. That wasn't funny. Or worse, get banned from Disney. Yeah, that's worse than going to prison. All right, well, enjoy yourself being able to spend your lifetime at Disney, but, you know, get taken away from your kid, the one who you fucking posted this picture of, for a fucking, I don't know, year or whatever it is. Fucking bitch. Fucking else is there here. Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> All right, so this chick posts, So on Sunday, I'm going to MegaCon in Orlando to meet Paige O'Hara. Is that is that why you're going there? What if she doesn't want to meet you? What what if she has zero interest in meeting you whatsoever? Then you're not really going there to meet Paige O'Hara. You should have written, I am going to MegaCon to try to meet Paige O'Hara. You make it sound like you're going there like you haven't seen her in a while, you guys are old friends, and you're gonna go meet her for the first time in a long time. You're an asshole. Well, she apparently is going to meet Paige O'Hara, but we know it's all, and she's going to try to meet Paige O'Hara, the voice of Belle, since she has been my favorite princess since I was three. Okay? I was originally going to wear my Belle costume, but I lost a lot of weight. Uh, mind you, I'm looking at this picture, and I don't want to know what she looked like beforehand, but that's just me. Um, I lost a lot of weight since then, and realized today that it's too big for me now. As a result, first of all, they shouldn't make fat bell costumes. Can we not make fat bell costumes? Can we just keep it as to like regular size bell? Let's let's just not do that. You know, just, if you if you can't fit into it, then go fuck yourself. Pick a different princess. Jasmine, Belle, Ariel, they should stay the way they're supposed to be. The only costume that should be in your size is adult Nala. You could wear an adult Nala costume. Or Ursula. You could be Ursula. How about that? <laughs> As a result, I'm trying to create my own Belle-themed outfits from clothes I already own. Oh, boy. But I can't decide which one to wear. So I want some opinions. I figured you all would be a great group of people to help me pick. All right. So here's her costumes. The first one, it's like actually the color of the Belle dress doesn't look like the bell dress, but it's a yellow dress, and she's got, like, yellow gloves, goldish, actually, gloves on. So that kind of works out. That's the only one that really, out of these three, even look like Belle. Um, C, I'm going to come back to B in a second. C, it's it's a blue, but like a, a, like a baby blue, again, dress that looks just like the yellow one, but in blue, and uh, a white like over a shirt which doesn't make any sense because it looks nothing like Belle's clothes were like blue blue not baby blue not light blue not sea blue it was blue if, if anything it was a darker blue this blue stinks and the white doesn't even make sense where it is I get what you're trying to do but it's awful and you look really bad in that dress now, I'm going back to B. B is the one she looks like the best in because it hides all the awfulness, but it has nothing to do with Belle. 
The only reason that, that she's, I guess, saying that it does is because there's roses on it. But it looks like a grandma dress. It looks like something that your grandma would wear. It's like a black dress, I guess, but it's covered in pink, white, red, and gray roses. Just covered with a couple little green notes here and there. It's the most gaudy, ugly piece of shit I've seen in my fucking life. That's the only reason that that's the one I would pick. A, it has nothing to do with Belle, so that it makes more sense. But B, because it hides all the... Which the other ones definitely do not. Those light colors do not suit you, my friend. Don't, don't even. And don't tell people you lost a lot of weight because... They're going to then be like, you need to lose a lot more. They're not going to say it, but they're all going to think it. You should just wear B. It has nothing to do with Beauty and the Beast. Stop trying to be a fangirl. If you want someone to be your friend, don't be a fucking fangirl. The end. Just act like a human. Act like yourself. Jesus Christ. What should I wear? Figure it out. You don't need a million other people telling you what to do. You're not a child. How many times do I have to say that to any of these people? This person, this is from yesterday, writes, Finally, got to see the new Beauty and the Beast, and I couldn't be happier with it. I love the new take on my favorite movie. It's your favorite movie, yet you waited till yesterday to see it? Right now, it's 529.17. That movie came out in March! But your favorite movie... When did it come out? It came out March 17th, right? Let me just make sure. Beauty and the Beast release date. Watch, they're going to fucking give me the fucking 1991 movie. Uh, nope, March 17th, 2017, I was right. It's been over two months and you just saw it? How is it still in theaters? How did you see the movie? You finally got to see it. A new, the new, You love the new take on your favorite movie. It's been over two months. Why didn't you go the night it came out if it's your favorite? You know, wait two months? Jesus Christ. When something's my favorite, I go right then and there. I fucking was at the opening of Pirates, and that's not even my favorite. I was at the opening of fucking Star Wars. Fuck. You're a fucking retard. What's next? Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's see what this is. So my favorite movie is Tangled. And I'm sure you all can guess who my favorite Disney man is. Yes. Eugene Fitzherbert. Now... My only concern is, and I'm hoping someone can help me out here, what is a guest supposed to call him? Because I've noticed he is widely known as Flynn Rider, but I know him as Eugene. Okay. Stop. He's, you, you know him, oh God. You know him the same fucking way everyone else fucking knows him. By the way, this was posted in the Disney Alumni Association board. This is an ex-cast member. You fucking cunt. But she says, I know him as Eugene. You don't know him as Eugene. You know him the same as everyone else. Everyone else saw the fucking movie too. And if you're talking to people who didn't see the movie, they can't answer your question, so go fuck yourself anyway. Why do you think you know him more as a character than anyone else? Why would you think that? Because you don't. You don't know him as Eugene. You know him as the same as everyone else. Flynn Rider with a real name of Eugene. You don't just know him as Eugene. And then she goes on to say, I've never met Eugene. Tragic, I know. So, she writes a lot of O's. Can anyone shed any light on this for me? 
I don't want to meet him one day and be told I called him the wrong name, LOL. No, that, that LOL was like part of the sentence. It didn't even like have like a break in between it. First of all, do you think anyone's going to say, uh, you called him the wrong name? Don't you think that, like, I don't understand. Like, she literally wants to make sure that she's allowed to call him Eugene. You can call him whatever the fuck you want. If he doesn't realize that his real name is Eugene in the movie, he's not a good Flynn Rider. He's a bad fucking person. He shouldn't be doing the job. His, it, I mean, it's just fucking call him whatever you want. You can call him fucking Beast. He'll correct you. It'll be funny. Do whatever the fuck. There's no correct way to do anything. You have your own fun. You make your own fun. What, do you get embarrassed easily? Why do you have to be different from everybody anyway? You don't know him as Eugene. Everyone else calls him Flynn Rider. Why don't you call him Flynn Rider? He'd rather be called Flynn Rider. So you want to be a dick and call him something he doesn't want to be called? You're just an asshole. You cunt. These people are all cunts, I swear. Notice that none of these are guys. Yet. Oh, wait. Here's one. Here's a guy. Oh, fucking fuck. I, I mean, this is cra In my opinion, Lion King one and a half is way better than the Lion King. Does anyone else feel this way? God. You... You're not. <laughs> oh boy, your your uh, radio's not cutting out. Your podcast is fine. I am still here. I just can't fucking believe that this was posted ever. I can't believe this was on anyone's mind ever. Lion King one and a half is way better than Lion King. By the way, it's the Lion King, but whatever. Now, I like Lion King 1 and a half. Don't get me wrong. I like Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. It's the only Disney sequel I can fucking handle. It's actually pretty decent. But Lion King 1 and a half being better than the original Lion King? No. No one else feels this way. I can't even yell at this. This is, I mean, this is unbelievable. Why are people posting this shit? I don't understand. Oh, my fucking God. Here's uh, here's one of the rules on uh, in one of these Disney groups. It's an, an admin post, and they write, It is not okay for anyone to screenshot posts from here to discuss, mock, disparage, or judge in any other group. We have been removing and blocking people as we are made aware of it. People need to feel a small sense of confidence that they can share here and not be the butt of anyone else's joke. This is totally uncool. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you forget that you can just post whatever the fuck you want on, on Twitter or Facebook? And that gives everyone else the right to say, do, screenshot, whatever the fuck they want. Like, you can't tell me that I'm not allowed to screenshot something. That's not a law. That's you. How would you know I'm doing that anyway? I'm allowed to make fun of whoever the fuck I want, as are everybody else. You know, we started doing these uh, Facebook group rants three years ago. 
before a lot of these uh, snarky groups opened up. And I am more than happy that a ton of fucking groups are just doing the same thing that we have been doing for fucking years. And I love that. And there's a, there's a lot of them, believe me now. But, uh, I mean, the fact is they have the right to fucking do that if they want to. You also have the right to block them. It's your fucking group. But that's a fucking retarded rule. When you put something up on the internet, that's that. You shouldn't have to be, ooh, you can't screenshot it because everybody here is so delicate. They're delicate. <laughs> They're all a bunch of little games and they can't handle being made fun of. <laughs> <coughs> Told you I was fucking sick. Sick of these fucking posts. What's next? I think I'm getting rid of my park hopper pass. It's so expensive, and we don't usually park hop. If we decide to park hop one day, can I just add it on at that time? Oh, I mean, does anybody out here want to chime in? I'm assuming you're all thinking what I'm thinking. Hold on. Let's just all shout it out at the same time. The question being, what am I about to say? So I'm going to count down from five to let you get your fucking thoughts together. Five, four, three, two, one. It's a fucking set price! Did, uh, did you all did you all say that at the same time as me? I'm assuming that 80% of you said that at the same time as me. Or at least we're thinking it as I said it. What a fucking cunt! How fucking dumb are you? It's too expensive? It's like, I think, $60. Wait, was it $60 or $50? $40, $60, 50 $40, $65, $45, whatever. It's the same price whether you do it for one day or fucking 15 days. It's always going to be, well, 10. One day or 10 days. It's always the same thing. Park Hopper is a set price. It's fucking one price for your entire trip. So, it's too expensive. But we can do it one day? Sure. And you know what? The answer to your question is, yeah, of course you can. You can add it on later on in your trip. But why the fuck would you do that? Why would you even fucking chance it? Just pay the fucking money. It's one set price. I mean, if you, like, let's say you add it, like, the third to last day you're there. Well, you just missed out on the ability of the park hop. Fuck. Just fucking, do oh, my God, people are stupid. So fucking dumb. How about this? I just got back from watching Pirates of the Caribbean, Salivar's Revenge. Oh. There's so many things wrong with this. Oh, God. First of all, it's not called Pirates of the Caribbean, Salivar's Revenge. It's called Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Second of all, the character's name is Salazar, not Salivar. And third, fourth of all, there's not, why is there a hyphen everywhere? They wrote Pirates of the Caribbean hyphen Salivar's Revenge hyphen. Have you ever seen a hyphen at the end of a title of a movie? Well, what, how about it's just Pirates of the Caribbean hyphen Salivar's Revenge hyphen Dead Men Tell No Tales? Oh, fuck. Holy Fuck. And then she writes, wow, what an amazing film. Highly recommended. My favorite so far. It's your favorite? Your favorite? You like it more than episode one? For part one? Curse of the Black Pearl? 
Okay, to each his and her own. If it's your favorite, then why are you calling it Salivar's Revenge? Where did you even get that name from? Where did you find that name? Salivar's Revenge. What? Where did you figure... The fuck did you fucking think of that? Oh, okay. I got one more. Last one of the day. Last one, and then we can go. We can just leave and get out of here. <clears throat> this one is from Frank Goodman. That's right, Frank Goodman, your fucking friend, Frank Goodman. He writes, amazing yet hot day. By the way, he capitalized hot. Why? I don't know. Amazing yet hot day at Typhoon Lagoon. And yes, I am black. I'm not even going to comment on this. You can find us at mouserants.gq. That's where you can find all of our old episodes and our archives, which, by the way, are free. That's right. You find all the old episodes and the show notes. And don't forget, check in the show notes for our Amazon product of the week. That's right. This week's Amazon product is actually something fairly relevant, and you might want to buy it yourself. It's something that you don't have to get from the members of the KKK. It's Song of the South. On a DVD-ROM. So you can buy that on Amazon. Instead of going to a white power website, you can go and buy it on Amazon through our link in the show notes, again, at mouserants.gq. But if you click on that link and then you go shopping for something else, you choose that you don't want that Song of the South DVD, that's fine too. You'll be helping out the podcast just by clicking on that link. Or the banner at the top right of the page, again, mouserants.gq. Click on that, do your normal Amazon shopping, and guess what? You'll be helping out our show a little bit, and you won't be giving us a fucking dime. That's the way we fucking roll here at Mouse Rants. That's right. Uh, also, don't forget, September 29th, September 30th, and October 1st is our Walt Disney World meetup, the Degenerates Rum Springer. Email Jillian at aywvacations.com to book your trip. She's the best travel agent in the fucking business. She fucking saved people a shit ton of money. Over $600. Jesus fucking Christ. Nobody else is doing that for you. Nobody else gives a shit about you. She does. If you're not going through a travel agent or if you prefer to do it yourself or if you have DVC, then you can write us at mouserants at gmail.com. That's also the place you can send your hate mail, your questions, your concerns, everything. Email us at mouserants at gmail.com for information on the meetup or just to fucking complain about shit or whatever the fuck you want. Mouserants at gmail.com. Finally, go on to iTunes and rate and review us. If you give us five stars, I'll give you a big thumbs up. We'll talk about it on the show. Five stars, write us a nice review. If you if you didn't like us, give us five stars anyway and then write us a shitty review under the five-star review. Five stars, it wasn't for me. Or five stars, Jerry's a piece of shit. That's fine. As long as you give us the five stars, I'll be happy, and then we can talk about it. Maybe we can do something to help you out, to make you feel better about the show. Either way, don't give a fuck. This is the part where I would normally say, take us out, Simone, but she's not here. So just have a fucking great week. Happy fucking Memorial Day, and uh, later, fuckers!
first day at $10 and you could come in the lazy river. Ooh, they charge you for that? <laughs>